Hey, it's me, Ayoka, and welcome or welcome back to this podcast. Don't mind your business, mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. So, for this episode, I will be talking about friendship, authenticity, and being genuine in friendships, and basically how it seems as if there's different types of friendships throughout life or different types of friends that you'll make. And yeah, let's get on with it. So honestly, I feel like friends are important because it's just important to have connections with other people other than your family. I mean, I know your family can be your friends, but well, it's important to have like social connections. And a lot of times I'll just say, I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need nobody. But honestly, I'm just kidding whenever I say that. I don't actually mean that. And I do like having friends. Although I don't have that many, but I do value the ones that I do have. I think it's important to be genuine in a friendship and to show your authentic self and not be fake because fake friends are no bueno. Obviously, It's important to be authentic to a certain extent, I guess you could say, because if you're just being not being yourself in a friendship, then that friendship would be built on lies. And that wouldn't be true. Kind of reminds me of law of attraction about, well, maybe this isn't really law of attraction, but how you get what you give. So, and obviously that doesn't always apply to all situations, but you kind of attract what you give out. Or the vibes you give or whatever. Probably if you're a nice person, you might... Well, let me phrase it this way. Like, you know how your friends, they often share a common um, link to you that is what makes you friends? That's kind of what I mean. Because even if friends, they aren't always similar. Even if it's, um, even if they're complete opposites, there is something there that does make them friends. And I feel as if there's probably different types of friends too, like different varieties or levels. Wait, oh my gosh, varieties? That sounds like I'm talking about fruits, but I'm not. So I don't know if this is just me, but whenever I was in school, in actual in-person school, I had those types of friends that some of them, we would only be talking for a one, one class period and then like we wouldn't really talk outside of class or... There's certain types of friends that you're more close with, that you can relate to more, and you share your secrets with, or that you feel more comfortable around. Friends in classes, by that I mean that some friends, you only talk to them in school, you don't really talk to them outside of school, I guess. And then there's some friends that I don't even feel comfortable around, which is kind of weird, so yeah. But also... I think friends can be like, they can bond through a certain hobby or interest too. You might have a friend from a certain club at school or a certain sports team you're on or something like that. And honestly, I've always kind of wished I could have one of those lifelong friends. But the longest friend I've had is for three years. We're still friends. And hopefully that will last because I am glad to be her friend. But yeah. And... Speaking of these different types of friends, let me tell you about toxic friends, which technically those aren't really friends. Toxic and fake friends, they're just people that you think are friends but aren't really that great friends. 
And I would define toxic friends as people that are just toxic. And by toxic, I mean they don't make you feel good about yourself. They're probably putting you down all the time. And just, like, jealous or manipulative behaviors and all of that. And fake friends, gossiping. I feel like toxic and fake, those kind of overlap a bit. Yeah, probably. And then I do have a, I have a personal experience with being used as a friend. And I will be telling you about that too. But first, 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 I'd like to mention, I was recently on this lovely podcast, The Flowering Compass by Maddie Seal. And I talked a little bit about how beauty is on the inside. I talked a little bit about friends and all of that and more. So you should totally go watch, listen, watch it. You should totally go listen to it. It's on The Flowering Compass, and the episode is called Your Beauty is Inside of What You Say and Do. And I will make sure to link it in the description of this episode. So make sure you do go do that. And also make sure to go follow my Instagram for my podcast, at mine.elixir, because I am honestly trying to be more active on there. Sometimes it's a bit hard because I don't know what to post. But yeah, I'm going to be trying trying to be more active on that Instagram at mine.elixir and I'll be post try to be posting updates and clips for incoming episodes. Yeah. Now let's get back to the the toxic friend story time now. So basically there is this girl in 7th grade. I became her friend and like I said before she was kind of um one of those types of friends that you only have for one class. I guess because she was t- kind of one of those friends that you only have for one type of class because, like, you don't really have anybody else that you're closer with, so you guys just bond, I guess. I guess that's how I would describe her, and we kind of became friends in that class, right? And I guess I should have known that she wasn't that great of a friend because she was kind of rude to me. Like, she would put me... Like, just... And I know a lot of people like to say they're not rude, they're just blunt, but many times people will say that, but being blunt and rude, those kind of overlap. Like, there's a line that you should not cross, where you're just being plain rude and not just blunt, as so many people like to say. But anyway, she would just be so rude to me, and other people too. No wonder some other people did not like her at that school. And um, if a friend makes you feel bad about yourself, then they're not your friend. I mean, I know that sometimes people, sometimes friends, they'll make like light jokes towards you or prod and make fun. But then sometimes it's it just crosses the line a bit if they're just making you feel bad about yourself and they're kind of being serious or not really joking. I don't know. I don't know. And then it was just weird little things like she would ignore me whenever I say hi in the hallway for no reason. And it always seemed as if she she would ask me for help on her work. And it was kind of annoying. And then I remember in 8th grade, so this is the same girl, in 8th grade, she literally harassed me. She kept on messaging and messaging me. And I probably should have blocked her. I'm not exactly sure why I didn't do that right then and there. But she... She kept on messaging me for to send her the answers to an assignment and I'm like, "Why? Why?" And then she tried even tried to make me feel bad to for not just straight up sending the answers to her by calling me a quote and I quote, "a party pooper." What? How? 
And the assignment, it was literally one of those assignments that's supposed to be unique to you and done in your own words. And it was just, why? Because, okay, the fact that she wanted me to send all of that and that the fact that she kept messaging me after I said, no, I'm not going to send you this. No, no. And then she tried to make me feel bad for not sending the work to her. I was like, hmm, that's not really that great of a friend. I mean, I didn't really consider us that great of friends in the first place, but that was kind of like the tipping point, I guess. And really, it's just that sort those sort of smaller things that really add up. I mean, granted that the thing is, I don't really mind helping people on homework, but the thing is, whenever people, it seems as if you're just constantly asking me to give you the answers to stuff, you're just saying, send me the answers, or you don't even want me to help you ex help explain it to you because I really do I sometimes actually do like helping people on homework but if you just want me to send you the answer so that you can copy it or you just want to straight up copy it or the only reason you're my friend is so that you can get help or answers on the homework then I don't really like that it just feels like I'm being used and that kind of did happen with other people too it feels as if they only talk the only reason they talk to you or the only reason they're your friend is to get answers for the work. And they aren't actually your friend. And that's what really annoyed me. Especially with this girl that I just to told you the story about. She straight up harassed me. I didn't even realize it at the time, but, but that's what it would be considered. So, yeah. And then I remember this other girl. The only reason she ever texted me was for homework answers. And then whenever I texted her, because I was absent one day, I was like, what did the teacher go over in this class? She she didn't respond. And that wasn't just once. Like, whenever I wanted to just have a random, regular conversation with her, I would message her, and she would never respond. But whenever she needed help on her homework, I wouldn't just straight up give her the answers. I would try to, I would try to explain to people, but sometimes it gets kind of frustrating whenever people don't understand it just gets really annoying whenever the only reason people talk to you is to get homework answers, answers to homework, and assignments for school. Because that's just not really being a genuine friend. And it's quite upsetting. And literally, even if someone is my friend, and they're constantly asking me for help on homework, that does get a bit annoying too. Because then it just starts to feel like you're being used. And that is not that great. And then also another type of toxic, well, not necessarily, well, maybe kind of toxic type of friend I would, friend type I wanted to talk about that I've had kind of personal experience with is the type that kind of puts you down or they just randomly ignore you. Like, so you know those types of friends? I don't know if this was just me, but this type of friend that make fun of you, but it's not really in a fun way. It's kind of in a insulting way I don't want to make it sound like I'm so sensitive or anything not that there's anything bad with being sensitive it's great to be sensitive and kind and compassionate but I don't want to make it sound like I was just so heartbroken or anything but the way she would constantly do that it was just not that great and then I remember that feeling whenever uh, whenever they only want to be your friend whenever you're there but they don't want but as soon as someone else better as soon as someone better comes along 
they just leave and leave you alone. That kind of hurts. But also, now, speaking of leaving people, I also wanted to talk about losing friends and, like, growing apart from friends. Because sometimes, with some people, you just begin to feel as if the friendship, the connection, that sounds kind of weird, the, the friendship connection is gone, broken, and you just begin to feel distant. And it can be kind of awkward between you two, too. And it's just hard to fun have fun together or have conversations together anymore. And I feel as if losing friends, it can hurt either way. Whether you were the one that initiated that or if it was vice versa or mutual. And I remember one time... So let me tell you about the time whenever I... Well, was it was I the one that lost a friend? I don't know what it would qualify as. But I remember one time this girl, she was my friend, but she was really obnoxious and annoying. And it kind of just got to a point, well, obnoxious and annoying in my opinion, in my opinion, um, to me, at least it seemed an overbearing, really. And then it just got to a point that it was very not okay, not healthy for the friendship. So I wrote her a note telling her I didn't want to be her friend anymore. And maybe that pro that probably was not the best best execution of that. Like, I probably should have just told her in words instead of writing a note. And I'm not going to go into much detail about what the note was about because I don't even remember it really. But, yeah, I kind of dropped her a bit because our friendship just felt like it wasn't that great wasn't that healthy, I guess. But I think we're pretty much, we're not necessarily on bad terms, we're on okay terms or good terms, I guess. It's not like we hate each other or anything, I just needed space. And I feel as if whenever we're talking about what makes a good friend, that phrase is just like th thrown around so lightly. And honestly, friend and acquaintance... A lot of people I call friends, they're really just acquaintances. <laughs> and I think it can, the definition of a good friend, that can be different for everyone. It just depends upon you, but some things can be generally agreed upon, such as being, uh, getting along well together, I guess. Um, some traits and qualities, such as um, being honest with each other. I guess because communication is very much key in any sort of relationship. And I re also, I remember one time, so, talking about good friends, one time in second grade, I had this assignment, right? And the assignment was um, to write about our best friend. And I put my dog as my best friend. So I guess the statement that dog is man's, or girl, or human person, dog is a man's best friend, really does come to play in that. I put my dog as my best friend, like, I described her so well. I'm just trying to remember it. I wish, kind of wish I'd kept that. I wonder if I still have it, but I wrote about my dog and why she was my best friend and everything. Yeah, except my dog passed away two years ago, so if you're wondering what happened to her. But anyway... My dog really was my best friend, but I do have 
good friends now too, in addition to that. Also, also, so since we're at the end of this episode, I wanted to do something called my current faves. So I'm not sure if this is really going to work out or not, but but I really wanted to start doing this thing at the end of my episodes where I talk about my current favorite things of any sort of genre, like current favorite foods or something like that, um, what I've been doing, or give a give one of my favorite quotes that I'd like to share, or something like that, something along the lines of that. So right now, I have currently been been loving keeping a planner. And I know that, sound, that sounds kind of dumb, right? Like, I should have been kept keeping a planner all this time, but I never really have. But now it's kind of helpful, you know, for scheduling stuff out and knowing when stuff is due. I usually just kept the due dates in my head, but planners are kind of helpful for that. Whoa! Because I actually got this planner from my um, arthritis med- medicine people. They sent me a planner I guess to keep track of when to do my medicine. And it has really been helpful, actually. Surprisingly, I know this sounds kind of, I'm a little little late to all this, this planner craze, but still. So that's pretty much it for today's episode. I totally appreciate you for listening to this. And don't forget, I have an episode every Wednesday used to be Sundays but that actually changed because things change and don't forget to check out the flowering compass by Maddie Seal and also I made a gmail account mindelixir.thepodcast at gmail.com so you can email me if you want to if you have any questions suggestions ideas improvements anything of the sort And also, you can send in an audio clip, which will be linked in the description, too. Also, I'm saying also a lot, I know. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Bye!